Yeah. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get it. I'm telling you why. You can see in their eyes, them boys ain't playing, they ready to ride. Shaking the tunnel, just screaming and yelling. If you ain't ready, you get eaten alive. Taking the field with loads of passion. Swagging out with the flyest fashions. Cameras out and they steady flashing. Captains out, we about to get it cracking. Full of crashing in between those lines. You boys, we about to ride. We're a band of brothers and we stick together like an army mission. When it's war time, we stacking them W's, pay attention. Ponies coming with apprehension. We stay on top of our division. Went from BCS buses to playoff contenders. We on the Rise up, now the boys mad, mad, mad. We have to tighten the boys up. We here for the crown, crown. We on the rise up, now the boys mad, mad, mad. We have to tighten the boys up. Ute fans, how's everybody? It's been what? so long. Oh man, it has been a while for us. <laughs> things have started have started to build. Important things have happened, but it feels good to be back in the bunker, doesn't it? It does. And listening to that song, it's like. Yeah, Man. Utah football is back. Is it football season yet? I wish. I can't, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. But anyway, Gary Ack Smith here with Bryn Whitchurch. James Russin cannot be with us in the bunker tonight, so it's just the two of us, but so be it. That's the way <laughs> it is. Uh, be sure to follow us, subscribe. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts. Podbean, other places. Of course, Utah football fans on Facebook and on Twitter. So follow us in all those places. But I'm excited for football. It's weird getting back into the mentality. Just with the season we had last year, it just feels like it's been so long. Well, it wasn't a real... That's what well, I mean. <laughs> a norm, normal, normal season. It was it, Correct. It, just so much stuff. And, you know, I don't want to rehash in the tragedy of it all. And yeah. So uh, here we are in March. Spring ball's coming up. There'll be a spring game. Things are starting to, to ramp up, so it's exciting. Yeah, so they just announced spring football starts on the 15th. So what is that, Monday? And then the spring game will be April 17th. And they did say... There will be announcements coming about the possibility of fans attending. There should be fans. So that would be amazing. It'll be outside. Right. Uh, I mean, let's hope. Let's hope. But anyway. But just the fact that they're starting spring ball in a few days, and they get to finally be together and start practicing, so that means football is back. Feels a little bit more normal, the normalcy, so it's it's yeah. great. Well, before we get to uh, – I'm, I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Before we – Get to Utah football and related things. The Super Bowl. <laughs> what did you think? You got to talk Super Bowl. I have not been a stranger to the fact that I hate Tom Brady, but I had to give it to him. I hate, I can't even say it without choking on my words and the vomit, but <laughs> dang, I, you just, I, what can I say? It's impressive. And I don't like the Chiefs, so I I did find myself cheering for the Buccaneers, but you just can't. I hate the guy, but geez, you can't. Yeah, well, first of all, I think anyone who's listened listened to our podcast, I think they know <laughs> that all of us are Raiders fans. Our disdain for the Chiefs, and so so yeah, so for number one, the Chiefs. Not just disliked. I hate the Chiefs. Right. Okay, so we hate the Chiefs. Now, Brady, he fumbled. 
<laughs> and don't you ever forget it. He fumbled it. it and uh, so, yeah, I've not liked, disliked, hated the uh, Patriots. Patriots still do, actually. But there was some intrigue about the old man getting kicked out of there. Yeah. You know, Bilicek and whoever the freaking coordinator was, the offensive coordinator, why am I brain cramping? Anyway, they, they get rid of him because they think he's over the hill. Okay, <laughs> he goes off to the Tampa Bay Bucks, and they make this run. And so, Well, and they were losing at the beginning of the year. They weren't doing very well. Yeah, they, they weren't, and then they had their bye. <laughs> and I think then they just, um, like I'm not even sure if they lost after the bye. But they got themselves together, and I don't know. Anyway, I I liked it. It was <laughs> I, I can't believe I was actually actually cheering for Brady. Right. But it, it's an because what it does, and I guess for some level to me, is that my disdain for the Patriots. <laughs> and so they got rid of Brady because he thought he was over the hill. Well, he leaves them. The guy over the hill goes to the Buccaneers, and they win. The Super Bowl. The Super Bowl, and the Patriots suck, and it's yeah. like a it's like a shove in their face. It's, it's fantastic. The sweetest That's the part I like. Plus, I I gotta say, I cannot stand Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> and I won't say the nickname I've got for the guy. <laughs> and the Chiefs—they're so freaking arrogant and cocky. Yeah, I I loved every dang second of it. There you go. What was your favorite commercial? If you can even remember Dang. any of them. I can't there remember. Any? There was there was one, but I... I like the Will Ferrell one was funny with Sweden and Norway or whatever it was with Norway. <laughs> I can't remember. I know. It's been so long. It's been a long time ago. Anyway, there you go. Super Bowl. I'm sorry if we've offended any Tom Chiefs fans <laughs> out there, but I don't care. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Go Raiders. If you've ever been to a Raiders game, of course, they haven't played in their new facility, but if you've ever, I'm sure it'll be the same, but if you if you go to a Raiders home game when the Chiefs come to play, that, get ready to throw your F-bombs in unison together. That toward, was the last Raiders the game. That was the last Raiders game that I'd been to, actually. <laughs> And that was when Alex Smith was playing for him, and the Raiders won, like, in the last minute. It was glorious, and there was lots of F the Chiefs <laughs> chants going on in the black hole. It was amazing. Uh, there you go. <laughs> go Raiders. Okay, go Raiders. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start here. The schedule's out. Yes. Have you had a chance to think about it? I mean, let's. I guess we can go over it quick. We don't have to take a lot of time and, and so forth. But we start... September 2nd, that's a Thursday night, at home against Weber State. So, you know, I hate these games personally. Because you're all psyched up for football, and and we get a Weber State of, I, I don't know, I just, I, I know, wish it was, but... but anyway, there you go. And then we, <laughs> and then, on Saturday, September 11, of all days, September 11, um, we go down to Zubiville. Pissed that we have to go down there. Yeah, we missed it last year because of all. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I they, am, they should have come, they should have just brought it, brought them up here. Yeah, for, I'm pissed. Uh, whatever. We'll go down there and kick their butt down there <laughs> right. again. Um, then Saturday the 18th, we go to San Diego State. 
That's a fun place to go in September. That's no kidding. Then our second home game is Saturday, September 25, Washington State. Then we have a bye week. Then in October 9, which is a Saturday, we go to USC. October 16, Saturday, ASU. At home. At home. Then we go away to Oregon State on October 23rd. Saturday, October 30, at home is UCLA. Friday, November 5th, it's Friday at Stanford. Saturday, November 13th, at Arizona. Then we have two, our two final games are at home. A Saturday, November 20, is Oregon. And a Friday, November 26, Colorado. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six home games. Six home games. Six away. That October 9th, October 16th, playing USC and Arizona State back-to-back is going to be... That one's going to be That's tough. That's probably the... And then, you know, playing Oregon and Colorado back-to-back. But at least both of those are home, which is interesting to end the season on two home games. That's good. You know, I mean... It's a great schedule. It is. I want to go to every away game. <laughs> Except the Zubiville. I don't care about going down there. Down That's there. not worth my time. But I want to go to San Diego and USC, all these places. Southern Cat. Oh, yeah, man. Look, you know what, though? It's who knows? I'm, I'm not, I don't think, I'm not going to predict right now. I, no, there's no way to that, know. That would be, I'm not, I, I don't know that yet. We'll get into that as the season comes closer. It's, but it's, it's a just, good schedule. It's nice to have the schedule because it was taking a lot longer than it normally does I mean usually we have the schedule like in December so the fact that this took until the end of February or whenever it came out um it's just nice to have a schedule because it, it makes it feel real <laughs> so yeah so who we don't have that I mean, th- this is a, this is a great schedule against some great teams we just we don't have Washington now that's that's changed up there who knows per se but I mean, but look at that. We do. We have USC. ASU is going to be good this year. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one. Um, UCLA. I don't know how good they're going to be, but you know, it's always UCLA. But we have Stanford, which will be f- great to play them again, and Oregon. It's a great schedule. Some it good is a teams. Good, good. You know, we have. So our home games. Then here's our home games: Weber State, Washington State, Arizona State. That's I'm glad that's here. UCLA, Oregon, Colorado. We've got some good games. That's a good home schedule. Looking, I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah. Let's hope we have fans in the stadium. I haven't heard anything. Have you heard anything? No. Um, <laughs> they sent out that survey, though. Was that weird? Right? Isn't that weird? I mean, for me, getting that survey and they're asking, you know. One question. Will you attend? Uh, hell yeah, I'll attend. And wasn't there another question that said, like, what can we do to make you feel more comfortable? Or did you fill in the comments to that effect or something? Yeah, you could put it in the comments. It's like, I don't care. I didn't, I didn't put it in. Just let me well, in the stadium. <laughs> That's just me. That's just me. I will gladly go and I will be fine being there. But That's what was weird is I got the email, take this survey. Yeah, it was one question. In the previous survey we've had, there's been multiple. Yeah. I click on it, and there was one question. And I thought, well, yeah. Will you attend the U... I mean, really? Of course. Yeah, I'll be there. 
I would imagine the overwhelming percentage of people that said yes is very high. We'll be there. Just let us come. I I mean, we don't know anything. I have not heard anything. No. We're no. we are proceeding with business as usual as far as must registration goes. Um, we'll get students signed up for it, but I have to imagine that athletics cannot handle another season with no fans. They need Mm-hmm. fans they need the income and i just hope our conference it doesn't become a conference rule like it was last year yeah. let us let us do our own thing state by state i hope that's what happens hey larry scott's leaving hallelujah that's a that's positive that's a huge positive we don't know who's going to replace him but oh, i hope we have yeah fans. just let the states the schools themselves decide not just you know Right. One size fits all crap. So that's the hope. And I, the presidents of the universities need to fight for it. We just, we have to have fans. Didn't I read? And I'm sure others will follow. They probably have. Uh, Alabama already has said they're going full capacity. Full stadium. Full stadium. And you know what, though? That's, that's very beneficial for the rest of us because Alabama has said that already. Schools are going to follow suit and you don't want to get left behind. No. Well, that's that's sort of what happened last year. True. The Pac-12 was so far behind everybody else. The Pac-12 We're, thought that they would be the ones that everyone was going to follow. And no. guess what? They ended up being so far like behind. Fools. We looked like idiots. The SEC went for it. Yeah. And they played. Others followed. And we, under the wonderful leadership of Larry Scott, Probably the and presidents, they're involved. Uh-huh. It was. And the presidents, we were latecomers and it looked like it. Well, and they have actually, they've published studies that said there is no COVID spread is not being attributed to sports attendance. So there's actually a study published on that. So use those. Come on, let's get us in the stands. We want to come. We can go. If you don't want to go, don't go. Yeah. Amen and amen. <laughs> so hopefully we hear. Something All right. Soon. All right. Let you know what. So let's talk about some things, and we've got to talk about what I think. First of all, what's been going on with the wide receiver situation, the wide receiver room. Okay. So um, we lost Thompson yeah. to ASU. <clears throat> That's a loss. And not only that, he's gone. He's he went to ASU, that, and that ticks me off. Now Dixon left. But Dixon's back, so that's good. Um, and then we lost Nakua. We've lost, and then of course the uh, coach Holiday was let go. <clears throat> so there's some there's stuff going. On. I don't know any of this stuff. I'm not an insider on all that. I don't think you know, but stuff was going on. I don't Guys know. Guys were and leaving. There's been actually quite a few personnel changes going on in football. So. Jeff Rudy, who was the director of football operations, he's been promoted to an associate AD for football. Then they named Adam Fry as the director of football operations. He's been with the staff since like 2013, I think with the safeties. Then Coach Halliday left. We now have a new wide receiver coach. What is his yeah, name? Yeah, but Halliday, Halliday. Chad Bumfus. I mean, those other guys, I get it. I mean, I don't know. No, but. I'm just saying there's been a lot of movement going around, and then the player movement, and I don't know. But something was going on no, with the I wide have, receiver we stuff. We have no 
No insider information when you have whatsoever. guys leaving, wanting out, and then the coach is let go. Yeah. Uh, Obviously something was going on. Be that on. as it may, you're right. Holiday is out. I liked him. I did too. I liked him, but hey, we don't know what's going on. And so so be it. But we do have a new a new wide receivers coach. And you're right, his name's Chad Bumpfus. He's a young guy. I think he's 31 years old. Uh, he was a grad assistant with the, I think as a receivers coach in 2018. Mm-hmm. So he knows I think most of the receivers that are still on the team right now. Well, and he had actually accepted a position at Central Michigan to be their wide receivers coach. And then when our job opened up, he switched and came to us. So, yeah, he very much wanted to be here. It's, I mean, it, it's great. We'll see. A young guy, not a lot of, he has no major college experience, but. No, just a year. Uh, anyway, that's the new receivers coach. Welcome. I'm excited about it. I think that he is known by some known by the players. I think that's going to be good. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, we have still we have Enos, Covey, Dixon, Vele. Now, I don't you remember Vele? I think not last year. He didn't. Not much happened. But I, I think it was the year prior to that. We were at a. Uh, I don't know somewhere where Wit was talking. I don't know if it was a luncheon or a private thing, or whatever, but he was talking about Vele, Vele. and his potential. So, um, And then then you have to add in there, we have Keithy at tight end. To, so, Is Fotheringham coming back, or is he? I think he's, uh, I can't say for sure. I hadn't thought about that. I don't know if he was a senior or not. I don't remember. <laughs> thing is, I'm just talking about the Keithy being, you know, well, right. He's, Highly, else he's to, ranked nationally even. So yeah. I'm just saying the cupboard isn't completely bare. Everyone's freaked out. And I wouldn't be surprised if some there's some movement. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone else rolls in. Who knows? Or some someone's converted there. I mean, in all reality, and I hate to say it, but, you know, Thompson, I mean, he was good. I don't. I don't know. I don't when they when I first heard Thompson's leaving and then Naku is leaving. Of course, I'm thinking, well, what is going on? This isn't good. But I don't know. We're both of them huge producers. Of course, we didn't throw too much last year. But it's hard to know. It's hard to know what it'll do to the rest of the guys. How things are going to fall into place. So I hate to lose people, but I guess we'll see how it shakes out. And we'll talk about this a little bit. But our quarterback room is probably one of the top quarterback rooms in the Pac-12 now. And so these doofuses that leave. Can you believe you'd ever say that? <laughs> that's, that's what they're projecting. And we'll talk, about, we'll talk about these guys, the potential we've got at quarterback. And at the same time, these guys leave the program. Yeah. It, so Odd timing. screw you, Thompson. <laughs> and That's going to okay. be... That's going to be interesting when he comes back into Rice yeah, Eccles. Yeah, comes Rice Eccles. The end of October. Well, let's let's go here. <laughs> I know where you're going. Samson Nakua leaves the University of Utah to go down to play for the Zubies. And his brother, Puka, is leaving Washington to go down to Provo so they can be together and play on the Zubies. Are you freaking kidding me? 
when I when I heard, <laughs> I mean, we heard he was transferring, and then it was like the rumor mill was that he was going to BYU, and I thought, no, why the hell would he do that? That's just Boy, stupid. Oh, well, look what happened. I mean, there was rumor one time, I read, I had read it, that Puka was leaving Washington and there was, oh, maybe he'll come to Utah because his brother plays for Utah. Why didn't he do that? Uh, you know what? I don't know all the ins and outs. All I know is what I've read on Twitter and some other social media and on a couple <laughs> Well, that's of, accurate. <laughs> you know how that, pe- everybody knows what that is. Yeah. And I've had someone say something to me trying to be nice to, you know, correct me, but I guess this may be right, it may be wrong, but apparently, and I have, you know, sympathy for this, is that their mom is not doing well. Mm-hmm. Her health is not doing well. So the boys to come home and be there. Well, that sounds just good and well and dandy. <laughs> but I'll say this, is Salt Lake City that far from Provo? Or wherever no. the, they live. No, it, it is not. And seriously, we're talking about from now, which is March, through the entire football season. It, whatever. Is this like their lifelong dream is just to play together? Or well, if you want to do that, then play it a play and, it a good program. Well, see that to <laughs> me, it's like, dudes, you're a year late. Zubies don't have their holy one quarterback anymore. He's gone. So. Unless they have another holy one quarterback waiting in the wings, which they always seem to do. They say they do. They always think they do. I I think at BYU, they need to start teaching a class about reality. Because, because oh, Lordy. when this announcement is made, the amount of delusion from BYU fans, I just, what goes on in their brains that makes them think they're so good? Well... That's they need that's reality. one of the mysteries of the of the of the universe, of the universe <laughs> is. is how they can possibly. For instance, some dick. <laughs> can I say dick? Sure. I did. Yeah, sure. Now says because of the Nakua brothers coming to BYU that now they've surpassed Utah. Uh, uh, yeah, he needs to take the, the program, reality course. Uh, Utah's program. Uh, you just you got to go. Are these guys so nutty? You know, you cannot believe that. You can't believe it. And it's just okay. We're what are we in March? Between now and September, the delusion is just going to keep growing and growing and growing. But they were eleven and one last year. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> Against the powerhouses that they played, believe me, they definitely should be a top twenty team, oh. a top ten team, with the people that they played last year. I don't know. The delusion that I hear and what people say and and hands, I see him on Twitter. <laughs> There's never been so much momentum at BYU. And I'm just going, hands, come on, man. Two receivers are not going to all of a sudden make your team be better than all these other teams. It's just not. No. I liked, look, I'll say this. I like Samson Nakua. I do too. I liked his personality. He was fun. He was my freaking pick for the hottest player. I know. Samson and now you're gone. He turned on you. He did. Freak. I can't cheer Pathetic. for him now. Pathetic. It's sickening. Now he's ugly. He's ugly as can be. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. But but he will be in blue. Yuck. I looked up his stats and his whole career. Now he was hurt a lot. You have to acknowledge. He yeah. didn't play. I mean, he was hurt a lot. But for 
while he was able to play and all the games that he played in, he averaged two receptions a game and 30 yards. That's not a lot. Okay, so come back to reality. This isn't a guy who would catch 100 balls a year, one 2,000 yards. No, no, no. He had some big plays at times, but that's that's his stats. His stats are the stats. Uh, I liked him. He was a good man for the t- good personality. He was yeah. a great teammate. All the stuff you hear, but I don't care. I'm a fan. The dude. Okay, if you want to leave, whatever. But <laughs> when you go and play at the arc enemy, and I'm supposed to just go, oh, that's no big deal. Bull, <laughs> shiggity. That's a big deal. <laughs> He's now gone to the dark side. I just can't fathom. I don't... Oh, okay. And I mean, it, if it's family, okay. But still, it's the It's Zoobies. Provo. It's pro... It's, so I think... Playing a first clan... Play in a level one divi- uh, division. Not some second-rate independent division. They end up playing garbage teams. They get, they're a nothing. They're a laughing stock, and everyone knows it except them in their own brains. Don't they play, doesn't BYU play a bunch of Pac-12 schools this year, too? I don't know. I haven't looked at theirs. I, I could care less. Yeah, I don't know that. they lose every game, that's all I care. I don't know that for sure, but if that's the case, I mean, they're going to lose a bunch of games, so I don't know. I, it's weird, and it's just... Do you, what do you, okay, I'm going to ask. I hate talking this much about the Zoobs, but... <laughs> Do you really think Lil Willie, Lil Willie Wilson, is going to be the no. the shiz in the NFL? No, I think the hack's going to be another Max Hall. Exactly, he's going to get in there, get into a a practice squad or whatever. He's going to get his butt kicked. I want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Just to rub it. I was it watching in. some guys interviewed on the Cowherd the other the past couple of days. Some linebackers. And I'm, I'm looking at these dudes who can run so freaking fast. Right. They're like 6'3 to 6'5, and they're just cut. These massive men. And I'm thinking to myself, because they had just been talking about the draft and who's going to be drafted. Oh, okay. And then the, he would interview some of these guys who are in the NFL. And these are, this, is, this is just a very, one guy of a whole league of these guys. And I'm just saying, little Willie, who thinks he's so cool, hasn't come close to playing talent like this. These are linebackers that can run faster than him and could pop his head off with a snap of their fingers. And I want him to run. He doesn't know what he's in for. He's going to get creamed. And literally there were, where did I, who, who said this? Who said this now? I, I, I can't. I better not guess, but they're actually saying they think Lil Willie is better than um, Freak. The dude from Clemson. Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence. Okay, see, this is what I this mean. This is the delusion. Zoobies, you need a, a class in reality. Join us here in reality. That is not reality. Just accept your suckness and <laughs> everything will be fine. But I've got to say, though, on the <sighs> other other side of it, I, I got I to ask what you think about this. So on Twitter, yeah, there's a nut job zoobs that are just <laughs> living in 1984 for the rest of their life. It's yeah. perpetual. Yeah. I was, I was surprised and actually disgusted by the, the number of actual Utah fans who were 
like cheering him on and being nice about BYU. I go, <laughs> I don't get it. It de- it definitely has gone relate. more relate, that man. way. I don't relate. And it's a I'm lot of. Relate. It's a lot of for, even former Utah players, and maybe that's the Sataki connection. I don't know. Well, yeah, well. But, yeah, I, I, I still cheer against them every time they're playing I don't care who they somebody. play. It hasn't changed for me. I guess I'll say that. I, I don't get it, Utah fans. For anyone who's listening to this <laughs> and you're sympathetic to the zoo, I, I, don't I just understand. don't understand it. Please get a blessing or... <laughs> An exorcism, or do something to rid yourself of this feeling toward the Zoobs. Yeah, why? They are the rival. <laughs> Maybe some of you are too freaking young to understand them. How they look? They still think you, BYU fan. Okay, here it is. Here it is. BYU fans. <laughs> I think Utah, how many years, I mean, if you just look at total dominance, I think it's been at least 15 to 20 years, even with a couple of losses here and there. Mm-hmm. It's been like 20 years or so. Utah has dominated the Zoobies. Well, they've, they've won nine in a row. Is it nine or ten we've won in a row? I think it was nine. Bottom line is, and you can go back and look at the records yourself, for, yeah. for 15, 20 years, it could have been longer than that in percentage. Utah's dominated these losers. Yet, <laughs> the, the Zubies somehow believe they're better. They're better than Utah. This is the mentality. And so when you have sympathy for these nut jobs, <laughs> it makes no sense to me. And they make fun of us. Maybe it's because I was around in the crap days. Yeah, when Utah was always getting beat. When the Zubies would slaughter us, kill us, laugh at us, make fun of us. That's all it was. And any old-timers who are listening to this will understand. And they would kick the crap out of us, and they would make fun of us. Well, when the tide turned, it's gonna, there is no way I have any mercy for the Zoobs. I want to lose every game, and I see no mercy. Well, there you have it. I've, I've had my 11, rant. Well, Gosh. that's, that's <sighs> not going to be your last rant. Because, geez, we have months until we actually play them, so I'm sure you're going to have... Well, I saw stuff on Twitter, and I can't believe what I'm reading. <laughs> I know. God, it's just, it's an embarrassment. The delusion. Okay, let's see, where do you, where, where do you want to go? Where do, you wanna, where do we want to go here? Let's talk about running back, the running back room, just quick. Sorry, my phone's... What the heck? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It should be on vibrate, it's not. <laughs> Oh, obviously it is not. <laughs> I'm just so popular. Well, let's start with the running backs because let's, let's, okay, with the tragedy yeah. that we had, which I, you know, I still can't believe that happened um, with Ty at that point. And then, and then we, uh, Brumf, Blum, uh, Brumfeld and Wilmore left the program. Mm-hmm. So they're the, the, the top three. And, and T.J. Green. So think about, we have the tragedy happen with Ty Jordan, Wilmore, Brumfeld, T.J. Green all leave. Yeah. There's our running back core. And, you know, it was not looking good. But all is well. 
<laughs> folks. All is well. We have, through the transfer portal, and we're not going to go into, we can go, we'll be going in greater depth on all of these guys' uh, upcoming podcasts, but we get TJ uh, Pledger from Oklahoma. I believe he has two years left. That would be good um, to play. Um, I think I had here. What does? Um, hmm, anyway, so there's T.J. Pledger out of Oklahoma, and we still have in the room. We have uh, so who we've got is. A redshirt, I think he's redshirt freshman, Micah Bernard. And then a true freshman, I think, is Ricky Parks. Those are the two that left, that are still running backs. But then we brought in T.J. Pledger. And then a a running back from LSU, who was a four-star running back. Yeah. Um, And he has three years left of eligibility. So as you look these guys up... um, and their potential and their possibilities. I mean, our our running back room is solid. It went from horrible to it's very solid. It's going to be very good, I believe. These are these are. I mean, I think I think Pledger was a four star out of high school, um, as well. Um, and so anyway, those are the. The running backs we have now. Think about it, though. Who they see what Utah is, and it's a, the running backs that go into the NFL. Mm-hmm. We, we we put a ton of running backs in the NFL. Yeah, Ty Jordan's a freshman. He's lighting it up. Yeah, national recognition. Yep. Um. That's why Wilmore Brumfield left. They saw they saw the writing on the wall as far as that goes. Yeah, uh, but then the tragedy happens, and then they're all gone, and so you have these quality backs who, for w- one reason or the other, they go, "Wow, I'm a running back. I've got talent. Utah puts guys in the NFL. I'm interested, and we've got two good ones." It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But you're right; it's it's more, you know, it's one thing when a kid is getting recruited out of high school, and they're Mm-hmm. I feel like they're kind of just excited about whoever wants them. But when someone transfers to your program, specifically, like you're saying, I mean, we really needed running backs. And they thought, hey, I want to go there. It's it's kind of a different feel. And they're seeking us out instead of schools seeking them out. So, yeah, I mean, again, all of spring ball starts in a week. So we'll get to be able to start seeing how some of these guys play together and how things shape up. Of course, we're not going to know anything until fall about who's actually starting and playing, but... Yeah, we don't know, but I would just say this. I mean, everyone can look up these guys and look their stats up and look at, you know, get up on YouTube. You can see stuff they've done. Yeah. All I'm saying is, and we'll, like I said, we'll get more into it, but they're solid. These are legit running backs. I think we're going to be fine at running back. Now... Let's talk quarterback, shall we? Um, I can't remember which article I was reading it on. I think I've got here somewhere, but um, 
the quarterback room at Utah, they believe, is perhaps one of the strongest in the entire Pac-12 now with all of the guys that we have in that room. That's the talent we've brought in at quarterback. I, I, I'm just for, – so here's who we've got. Of course, Cam Rising, who is hurt, who got hurt, is still hurt. He will not be in spring ball. Yeah. So he'll miss all of spring ball. Hopefully he'll be ready for the fall. They say that's what they're trying to do. But he was our starter last year and, and got hurt. But he's not going to be in, in spring ball. But here's, here's who we have. We brought in Charlie Brewer. He's a transferred from Baylor. Jaquindon Jackson, um, who's a freshman from Texas. Mm-hmm. Peter Costelli, who's an incoming freshman four-star. I think he's like ranked or thought to be probably the best recruit that we've got in this, in this position. He's already on campus right now. He'll okay. be, and he'll be all in spring ball, so he's getting a head start, but he's a freshman. And then Cooper Justice is a freshman who is a, who's a, a, a three-star. But here, for instance, I'll just, just quickly, and I'm, I'm not going to go into all the reasons why they're, they transferred and stuff like that per se, but just for instance with Charlie Brewer out of Baylor, um, he definitely has the most experience of, of anybody. He, um, and they do claim he's a dual threat, so he's more than just a drop back. He can run a bit, but he's thrown for 9,700 yards, Jeez. 65 touchdowns, 28 interceptions in 44 games that he's played. 9,700 yards, 65 touchdowns, 44. 44 games played. He's also added 1,039 yards and 22 uh, touchdowns. What is that saying? <laughs> Disregard that last part. Anyway, the guy can throw the ball. Yeah, that's that sounds like it. Uh, he was, and things kind of went sour sour there at Baylor and some things happened and so forth and whatever. I think he wanted to play at Texas, if, if I recall that at one time, but he ended up in Baylor and he lit it up. I mean, look at his stats. The guy can throw the ball. He's legit. We've got then Jaquindon Jackson. Uh, he is from He is from Dallas, Texas. And as a prospect coming out of of high school, he was ranked 23rd. 23rd all overall of all high school kids. He's a dual dual threat. Um, he can run. He's talented. So we got him. Then this Peter Costelli. What they say is one of the best quarterbacks in Utah straight out of high school. I mean, the fact that... <laughs> the fact that we went from, you know, last year was rough. It is what it is. We've talked about it, and last year was rough with Rising going out and then Bentley just not really performing the way that I think everyone wanted him to. And then wasn't good. Um, we, our one game with Lisk where he won the game for us to now we have options. It 
it's crazy what has happened in the last couple months with our quarterback situation. And like we were just talking about with running backs, you know, I think these guys have seen what we've done with running backs in our program, but we've never been a quarterback school. We've never really been a school that sends a bunch of quarterbacks to the NFL. So the fact that we're getting these guys transferring here, I mean, that's huge. Yeah. for It's, we I, went from a, a terrible room, like a, yeah. Like it's being, I mean, expressed by others who seem to know what they're talking about. One of the best quarterback rooms in, in, in the league, for instance, um, with Peter Costelli, he, he's, he's an athlete and apparently he anchored his school, his high school's four by 100 meter, you know, team track Mm. team. Uh, and he, and they put up like the second fastest time in in their state ever, something like that. I mean, he his personal best at the hundred meter, he ran at ten point eight seconds in a in a hundred meter dash. And this was all of their junior his junior season. All I'm saying is the guy's not only a good quarterback, he can run and he's fast. And that guy is a freshman. I mean, you gotta. I'm you know I'm trying to think in my head what is it that's drawing these guys here and I mean Andy Ludwig as much as we criticize him sometimes he's our offensive corner he's also the quarterback's coach so obviously guys are wanting to come here to be coached by him so because the fact that all of these players have transferred here is it says a lot so and I'm excited to see what's going to happen because when you have choices and options it just opens things up so much more and there's there's just there's going to be competition among right. solid guys it appears right just for instance even cooper justice who's uh who has been who's been with us he's 6'6 235 and apparently has a big arm um he was a he's out of oregon he was a three-star but i'm just saying so let me i'll say this well the defense, I don't think we have much to say right now. We we were really getting it starting. We were young last year. All that experience yeah. really helped. I think the defense is going to be solid, so we're not we won't talk about that. I think our O line is going to be good. So the question marks, of course, we're at critical places: wide receiver, running back, mm-hmm. quarterback. <clears throat> I think the running back is going to be just fine. I think the quarterback position is going to be just fine wide receivers we'll see but it seems to me we're going to have a quarterback we will have a quarterback one of these guys will be a legit guy who can throw run make things happen and so all the doom and gloom and negativity that (laughs) i've sort of read and felt people no no utah I know the Zoobs want to think they're now equal with us. <laughs> no, our team is full of talent and athletes, and it's, it's promising and it's exciting. So, speaking of um, coaching staff, you seen Coach Shaw on reality TV? No, I don't watch that months? crap. Oh, it's so great. Has he been on there much? <clears throat> yeah, he's on a few episodes. So his wife is on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, which I am a Real Housewife aficionado. Okay, rank the, rank he, the series. 
Well, oh, Salt Lake? I don't know. I mean, Salt Lake, I feel like they were they were reaching for the drama. It wasn't the greatest. It's fun to see the city, though, in this reality TV world. But, yeah, seeing Coach Shaw on TV, he's like, okay, if you know Real Housewives, it's a lot of drama. It's a lot of women yelling at Bitching each other. Bitching at each other. Yeah. Criticizing, talking behind their back, all that kind of it, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Perfect drama. Um, He's like the most even keel, like... His wife, she goes off. She's she's a she's a hothead. I'll say that. And he just is like, that is it real or is it just for for show? You think? I bet it's a little bit of both. He just calms her down, and he like <laughs> when he was on the show with Andy Cohen is the executive producer for all of these, and they do this reunion. <laughs> and Coach Shaw was there, and he's just giving like this pep talk, and even Andy Cohen was like enthralled by him. <laughs> It was funny, but Coach Shaw, I'm a big fan. Big fan. Way to go. <laughs> I want to be on The Housewives. That'd be great. I'm not rich enough, unfortunately, but I can pretend. <laughs> no, I have not seen it, and that's just fine with me. But he's the breakout star, I think. Coach Shaw. Sharif. Let me just back up on, for instance, Ja- Quindon Jackson, who is a freshman, he's 6'2", 232. He was a four-star QB, dual threat, number 73 overall, with some composite ranking, but out of 20, uh, 24-7 sports ranking, he was 46 when he came out. So, the you know, hmm. there's some talent there. I was just going to say on, and we can't forget r- rising, yeah. I mean, he uh, he's a talented guy. I feel bad about his injury. Hopefully he can come back. But Brewer, <clears throat> who is a senior, 6'1", 210. Um, I was just going to look up what, what do we got here on. Um, I don't have. No, that's not right. Yeah, and then Peter Costelli. He's a freshman, 6'3", 215, four-star. Um, anyway, we got some, we got some talent. So, hey, hey, everybody, I'm excited. Yeah, inexperienced still in a, in a lot of positions, but the, to me the talent is, is there for, if it comes together. We got a lot to but look forward to. not a lot of to. freshmen. It's a lot of transfers. Some transfers. Transfer guys. Young guys. So then you, you hope they have some experience, but – Hey, I'm. I'm I, it's just football. It's Utah football. Just we got to be fantastic. Get excited, and the stadium construction is going along. And they just posted a new picture of what it looks like. It's weird seeing it closed in, turn into a yeah, the, a bowl. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's exciting watching that thing come up and develop. That is going to be cool. That's going to be fun getting back if we're allowed in there. We better be allowed. <laughs> we're going to be allowed. Put out all the good vibes into the universe. So is there anything for the must? Anything going on or that we should mention? No, I mean, like I said, we're just, we're going to do must registration like we normally do. Uh, April 16th is our day that it'll open and we just need to get students to sign up. It'll be interesting, you know, with COVID, we now have two, you have a freshman class and a sophomore class who've never been in the must. That's hard to think of. Yeah. So... You know, we got to build up some of that momentum, but I'm not too worried about it. I think 
everyone's just going to be so excited to be back that I think it's going to be a great atmosphere. Again, we have no idea how many we'll be allowed to have in, but we're going to work with whatever they give us. So. Well, let me ask this. This is off Utah football, but connected. <clears throat> any, have, you, have, have you given any thought or any thought thoughts about Urban going to the NFL, <laughs> coach of the Jags? I really thought he was going to stick in college. I don't know in the NFL. I really don't know. I mean, sometimes it doesn't work. <laughs> Saban? Yeah. <clears throat> when these these guys that are so good at college, sometimes it doesn't translate. So, but Pete Carroll's I, made a yeah. gone back and forth. I kind of feel like <clears throat> Urban's one of those ones where it might not translate to NFL. But I've wondered about that. I mean, I'm I'm curious to see how it plays out. He's a fantastic coach. Yeah. I mean, but college kids, it's very men, different. But you go to the NFL, yeah, the personalities and the money, it's a different animal. So I'm just curious to see how it how that's, it works. That's why I don't know if it'll translate because I feel like he he's a really good leader to these college students who need like that mentor and that leadership. But when you're dealing with professional athletes, I don't know that the relationship is necessarily the same because some of those guys are making more than you are as oh, the coach. Four so, or five times more than he's making. Yeah, so I don't know. But that's like any team. It's just if he can connect. And look, here's how it works. Winning cures it all. Yeah. If he goes in and his system is what it is and he can work with the coaches and the players and they buy in and things begin to turn around for him, all will be well. But, yeah, I wonder. you got to wonder. Because it's the NFL, man. It's a different. different I mean, I, I hope he does well. It'd be great. I'm glad he's not going to USC. That would have been rough for us. <laughs> Look, I I'll, I eat crow on that because I predicted that's what was going to happen. Yeah. I I felt like they were just riding out. What's his name? <laughs> uh, because there's it's, they just haven't been the USC that is expected. No. In fact, I even thought at one time he'd be he'd end up at Washington mm. once. It, once, you know, that opening came. So I'm surprised. I figured he was going to be at USC. I just, he just, he was down there. Isn't it Helton? Yeah. They haven't been that great. I was just waiting to, for, to pull him off, get rid of him, and Urban's going to roll in, turn USC around, and make them the where they need to actually be. That would have been so but no, hard so in some ways, for us. <laughs> in some ways, it's great that he's in the NFL. I know. Because then it keeps him out of the Pac-12. Get him out of the Pac-12. <laughs> and then let's just let's let's end on this. Alex Smith. He's no longer oh. with Washington. They let him go. He came back, comeback comeback player of the year. What are your thoughts about him going forward? It's not like we have any inside info or <laughs> well, yeah. influence, but what do you think Me as a Alex. fan? I I mean I've said this a lot. I wish that he would stop playing. I just. Uh, he he's made his comeback. He did what nobody thought he could do. He did what it's nobody true. what nobody has ever been able to do, and no one will ever take that away from him. I feel like it's time for him to start finding something else. That's just my thinking. Yeah, I mean, obviously we don't know. He wouldn't be playing if his doctors didn't say go yeah. ahead and play. I get all, I get all of that. Yeah, but man. Seeing that injury, oh, 
seeing the the documentary about it, all that he had to go through, that scares me. It just scares. It just scares me. Well, it scared me every time he was in playing. Someone's like, been falling on that leg again. He couldn't really run very well, and obviously, it's had an effect. So I just I hope that he's he's done what he set out to do, and now he can find something else. But you made a good point. The fact that he came back <laughs> and played meaningful games. Yeah, uh, that's a miracle. Yeah, that's yeah. I, when I was watching that thing. On ESPN, I it was his career is over. The yes. I, the the idea I thought to myself of him coming back is just, oh. you know, he's just no, there was no way. He's just pretending, <laughs> maybe for motivation or something. I don't know. But the fact that he came back, ended up playing, and actually did pretty well. Well, and he played multiple games. It's not like he just went no. in for no, no, for one series. I mean, he played. And then Multiple he stressed, games. then he what, pulled a muscle or something. That's yeah. why I couldn't play. I don't know if he can play some more. That'd be sweet. But it's all I know is it scares me a little bit. Yeah. Um. So, Dick Award. Oh. <laughs> I'll make an executive. Do we have a Dick Award? The, I forgot about the Dick yeah, Award. The Dick Award. I'm giving, I'm giving the Dick it's Award. Been so long. I'm giving the Dick Award to all the Utah fans that are having <laughs> sympathy <laughs> and mercy. Sympathetic feelings? Any sympathetic feelings for the Zoobies. Come on. You get the dick award. Okay. It's a group dick award. <laughs> hmm, interesting. It's a group dick award <laughs> for all you people. Come on, they're the rival. I know. They need to lose every game. And they're so annoying. And they're annoying as hell. They're so annoying. So, Oof. there all you right. go. That's the dick award this week. All right. Ute fans, I'm, look, I, I'm looking forward to it. Our team is going to be good. It's exciting. It's exciting. It's now beginning. Spring ball is upon us. Going to be smelling fresh grass here pretty soon over the practice field anyway. Spring game in about a month. It's coming. And then uh, we can see it. This COVID crap. (laughs) Going to get over it. We're going to be in Rice Eccles and we're going to be cheering and it's going to be all good again. So, go Utes. Go Utes. Yeah. Ready? Let's get it. I'm telling you why. You can see in their eyes, and boys ain't playing, they ready to ride. Shaking the tunnel, just screaming and yelling. If you ain't ready, you get eaten alive. Taking the field with loads of passion. Swagging out with the flyest fashions. Cameras out, and they steady flashing. Captains out, we about to get it cracking. Full of crashing in between those lines. You boys, we about to ride. We're a band of brothers, and we stick together like an army mission when it's war time. We stacking them W's, pay attention. Opponents coming with apprehension. We stay on top of our division. Went from BCS buses to playoff contenders. We on the Rise up, now the boys mad, mad, mad We have to tighten the boys up We here for the crown, crown We on the rise up, now the boys mad, mad, mad We have to tighten the boys up We here for the crown, crown, go